Hey, wanna watch a movie? What movie? You know, the one about the thing that one time. What are you looking at? I'm a bitch with a gun. Get your shit! Get your shit! And get out! All my life I had to fight. I had to fight my daddy, I had to fight my uncles, I had to fight my brothers. Listen, you think because you got a badge and I got a couple of degrees, that makes a difference? Do you know what white folks call people like you and me in private? Drop the law, baby. Take the shit back. Just for a night, take the shit back. I'm so freaking pissed. The world's gonna die. I can feel it coming. Uh, who all in it? Welcome to Who All In It, a spin-off podcast of Who All Gonna Be There that explores movies through a critical race lens. I'm Mel. Still, I work. Rain, sleet, or fire, apparently. None of my 14 jobs technically make me qualified to review movies, but I'm black and I'm here watching movies. I'm pretty sure that makes me an expert. Prove me wrong. And I'm Ariella, and I'm doing work things, film things, art things. Who knows why at this point. (laughs) I am also black and also here. And also, watching movies, still. <laughs> and I may like them better than people at this point. That's fair. <laughs> also, we welcome your feedback or shout-outs or suggestions about our movies or our reviews. Feel free to write in or drop a video reporting to our email at natturnerprojectzero at gmail.com. And we will play it and respond on this podcast. We certainly welcome your thoughts and opinions on the movies we review and the movies you think we should review. All right, so today we will be reviewing a timeless American cinematic classic, Magic Mike Double XL. This movie came out in 2015. The director is Gregory Jacobs. Um, It was produced by Reed, Carolyn, Gregory Jacobs, Nick Weschler, and apparently Channing Tatum, written by Reed Carolyn. Uh, starring Channing Tatum, Jada Pinkett-Smith, Matt Borner, Joe Manganiello, Amber Heard, Kevin Nash, Adam Rodriguez, Gabriel Iglesias, Donald Glover, and others. Amazing. A timeless movie, truly. It really is. It really is. It's a treasure. And, like, honestly, just, like, so much better than the first one. Mm-hmm. That I feel like it's, you know, it kind of... Because the first one, it's not very good from what no. I remember. The first one has all the things that I hate. Generic blonde actress um, who doesn't really act very well. Um, forgettable. A grafted on romantic subplot that no one cares about. Mm-hmm. Um, a generic lead that no one, that also no one cares about. Um, mm-hmm. When the lead, as everyone knows, should have been Channing Tatum. But they felt the need to bring in this unknown to cater to, like, what, the white audience? Like, do you even remember that, that, that person? I, like, literally don't. Like, when they were talking about, like, when there was that part in the movie where they're like, oh, Dallas is dead and he took baby boy with him or something like that, I was like, is that? <laughs> no one knows. I don't, I don't remember. I don't. 
like I I watched the second one like this is like maybe like the seventh time I've watched it I've also the watched the first one yeah. it was just like set it and forget it yeah one and done I have no need to return to the origin but this yeah. this one I've seen maybe also seven or eight times and that's okay. not including all the rewinds so. literally <laughs> literally <laughs> And it's just like, I'll tell you right now, this is exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't laughed like this, like, in months. <laughs> Same. Like, the world is burning outside. Like, this is what I need. I, just as background, I actually watched this movie on my birthday last week. Because I knew that it would bring me joy. And it did. I was just smiling through 95% of this movie, and we're going to talk about the 5% later. But (laughs) it just made me so happy. Channing Tatum is a very talented human being, and he deserves all the good things in life. (laughs) And Jada Pinkett Smith is a national treasure, obviously. Um, It's just good. It was like this This sequel stripped away all the pretense cinematic bullshit that Hollywood oh, cinema stripped feels it away, huh? It's, it surely did. See what I did there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, it removed all... It's like they listened to the complaints of black women about the first film, and they actually took notes and did all the things. They removed the generic love interest, they removed the kid, and they just made the movie about dancing. And, like, the dancers talking about their feelings and shit. It just made really? me happy. Yeah. I was like, this is, to me, I was like, this is how easy it is to make a movie where, like, no one's mean to each other. Yeah. And, like, it's actually about how to give women pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like, in multiple different forms, right? Like, mm-hmm. emotional support, like, sexual pleasure, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, like, also, like, to be able to talk about women and, like, do things for women without being a misogynist. Exactly. Like, it like, can be done. It's so easy, y'all. Yeah. Like, this was so successful. Yeah. Like, knocked it out of the park it as did. far as I'm concerned. And I'm just like, why can't it just be like this? I don't know. What is this universe, like, taking me to here? Yeah. And if we're being honest, as funny as I think Matthew McConaughey is, I think the movie was better off without him. To be That's honest. It. I didn't miss him. He looked like... Matthew McConaughey is an attractive human being, but he also tends to chew up the scenery whenever he is in a film, and he just sucks the air out of all of the things Yo, with he his showmanship. Like in the first movie, he looked like a piece of beef jerky. Okay. <laughs> Let the record show that Ariella said that I did not. I enjoy his southern drawl. I think his southern drawl is sexy as hell. I love a a good regional accent myself. I'm a sucker for that. But (laughs) you are maybe not wrong in your descriptor. (laughs) I've liked him in other movies. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what happened to you? Like, are you okay? Okay, I do, I will say this. I think that he had, he was either concurrently filming The Wolf of Wall Street, um, in which he got super skinny. Like, there was some movie he was doing where he got, had to get super skinny, so he was fluctuating weights at the time. So I think that also may have had something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I just like, ugh. 
it was rough. I was just like, I don't understand this universe where like that's a cell. Yeah, n- no one, no one's, no one's coming. But see, he wasn't a stripper in the first one. He was the manager, so that's believable, right? I guess so. I guess I was just like, I just like t- chalk it up to like, I was like, this is in my bag anyway. Yeah. Like. So maybe I was like people. What to quote to quote the great shout out to Cicely Rogers. People like things. <laughs> Indeed, yes. <laughs> I feel like most of us were there for the first movie just for Channing's dance scenes, yes. and in Magic Mike Double Excel, they gave us a movie full of Channing's dance scenes, which is all we ever fucking wanted. So I, literally, yeah, I could, yeah, literally. Yeah, you put the dance scenes in, you build the plot around it, boom. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so as you can see, we both enjoyed the movie, and those are our general thoughts. <laughs> so, the overview. Who cares about production notes? Yeah, no. Back towards, I don't, I don't have them. That's not what we're here for, y'all. <laughs> um, so I guess let's launch into, like, the synopsis of the movie. So we begin with a very artful shot of a super tanned Channing Tatum staring out onto a waterscape while in a swing. He's a little bit older, a little bit wiser, and a little bit sadder. And- I love a sad man. Me too, me too. <laughs> we then see shots of him making and hauling furniture. Uh, he's done it. He's out of the business and living his dream of making furniture and owning his own business. But at night, in his very lovely home, I might add, He's all alone. Where's that generic blonde lady from the last movie whose name I can't remember? Don't know. Don't really care. Lucky by Britney Spears, softly placed in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets a call from Tarzan, who informs him that Dallas has passed on to the great beyond. When he goes to the hotel for the wake, which he is appropriately dressed for, he finds the old gang out by the pool, splashing around and living their best lives. Some trickster drags him, fully clothed, into the pool. I think it's Adam Rodriguez. Oh, okay. My second favorite. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. I love him. Uh, <laughs> splashing around and living their best lives. Oh, wait, sorry. Some trickster drags him, fully clothed, into the pool, and this is where he realizes he might have been played. The former kings of Tampa then inform him that, psych, Dallas ain't dead. <laughs> He just ran off with the kid who I can barely remember. Who? <laughs> oh, I like looked him up. I looked it up. I looked up the first one. Uh huh. And I'm just like, I still. I don't even remember what he looks like. Alex Pettifier? I guess. Who is he? I don't think he did any movies after that. I just don't. This is just so confusing to me. Yeah, it's like his Wikipedia picture isn't even of his face. It's just like a paparazzi picture of his like side profile. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. He probably thought Magic Mike was going to be his big break. Headlining with Channing Tatum. Mm, mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty sad. Um, uh, so, they, so Dallas ran off with the unnamed <laughs> overseas and took the show with him. And that they both want to end their career, and that they and um that the remaining want to um end their careers on a high note by competing in a stripper convention at Myrtle Beach. Side note: Is this a real thing? Is it is a real this, thing? Cause I don't know. I want to go if it's a real thing. That should look fun as hell. I mean, I don't want to see Twilight um fanfic 
performance. That makes one of us. <laughs> oh, okay. I think we're going to have some conflict here. I sense some conflict in our, in our future. I'm learning so much about you through this podcast, Ariella. <laughs> I found an entire article, is there a real stripper convention in Myrtle Beach? Oh, damn. Is there? will tell us. <laughs> yes. It's a real thing. Oh, shit. Pre-corona, uh, of course. Not necessarily. There was one in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. So maybe you can go home to visit your family. Indeed. Yes. It's not very far. Nope, that's not a, that's not too long a drive. Um, yeah. Good I think you. that that was the only one that is cited in this article. Anyway. I'm going to put that on the list of places to visit. for us all. Indeed. Um, so initially, Mike says no, um, he's got his business to attend to, so he can't join them. But later, while working in his very, very beautiful workspace, okay, can I take a moment to talk about how gorgeous his workspace looked? He had all those tools, it was all wood, he had this really long-ass wooden workbench. Man! Like, I know later he says he's not doing that well in his furniture business, but how the, fel- how the hell do you afford that? Like, seriously, in Florida. He and can't- he was like, a, he had a whole welding station too, right? He had a whole ass welding station. You can't tell me he's not bringing in some sort of bank. Like, come on, come on. Maybe he's getting all of it for off of Facebook Marketplace. Mm, maybe. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> So while he's working and building some furniture, um, Pony comes on. While he and he's like welding or some shit, he's got on the welding hat, um, and he starts smiling and laughing and welding along to the beat, um, remembering old times. And then he starts drilling holes in the furniture, or whatever, uh, and incorporating his pony dance from the first movie. Um, the, parkour. Parkour. The parkour pony dance. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then this was the moment at which he put his phone down, and I was like, are you watching it because this dance is excellent, or are you watching it because he's using these tools in such a wildly unsafe manner? <laughs> Wait, what did he say? I think he was like, "Is a combination of both. <laughs> <laughs> but the kicker first, like, the kickoff was definitely the tools being used in such a wildly unsafe manner. Yeah. I Okay, there Especially, was... I guess the welder, I guess. Yeah. The welding machine was the real... I don't know, the drilling, trying to drill to the beat, that seemed... Oh, yeah, it was the drill thrusting. Yeah. <laughs> Which was my personal favorite part. I was like, hurt yourself. <laughs> Watch out now. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, he's laughing and drilling and welding um, and incorporating the parkour. Um, displaying wild core strength. Mm-hmm. Grinding. All the things. And I guess in the middle of that, he then decides he must do this. He must join the gang on their last hurrah trip. So while, while on the road in the Froyo van, um, entrepreneur Mike tries to multitask by answering emails and corresponding with his staff for the furniture company. Joe Manganiello, known as Big Dick Richie, is not having it. 
He throws Mike's phone out of the window and tells him, if you're going to be here, be here. Yeah, be present, man. <laughs> Mike manages not to cut him, to which I say, good for Mike, because that couldn't have been me. You throw my phone out the window, we're going to have some words and some hands, okay? That's just not going to fly. And you're going to pay my bill for a, a new phone. And you're going to pay my bill for the month, okay? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, new phone. I'm getting that new Samsung. Anyway, <laughs> so they all decide to stop at Mad Mary's and compete in an amateur drag contest. Um, and they were cute or whatever, and they did their little thing. But I'm pretty sure that none of them deserve to win that prize money. But I guess that's what we're doing in Hollywood. Yeah, least accurate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Shannon Tatum's uh, voguing skills were like amateurish mm -hmm. and certainly not deserving of a prize. But you know, he committed. Not yeah, not I was like, this is not as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I was like, okay, niece. <laughs> um, and then afterward, Mad Mary and the and the boys and miscellaneous people, I guess, from the club, are all chilling on the beach afterward. Mike and Ken work out some unresolved old shit by punching each other, which I guess fixes it. Sure, okay. Um, also, Mike meets a photographer named Zoe, which is the most, like, generic-ass manic pixie girl, uh, manic pixie dream girl, like, name ever, but okay. Um, and they have a cute but forgettable banter exchange where they decide that their attraction to each other is best left right there on the beach and that they should not consummate it. I guess. I, like, love this scene. Really? Yes, because it's, like, he's, like, not being sleazy at all. Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I feel like you never see, That's like, true. come on scenes written that way. Mm hmm Where he's just, like, actually just trying to talk to her and just being awkward. Yeah, I, I think, if anything, she was the one trying, like, being a little sleazy towards him, to be honest. Yeah. Like, and it's just, yeah, she's like taking a picture of him while he's peeing or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, that's not cool. It's really but not. But like, there's just like no, the coercive, there's like, there's like no like coercion or like pressure. It's just like two people talking to each other. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. I like, I mean, like, for me, it was like, it was like a truly like, couldn't be me. Like, I don't know what's happening here. But like, <laughs> I was not anti. I was like, he's not being like a sleaze bag, and then we're being like asked to pretend that this is like acceptable behavior, or, like desirable, or how like I would want to be talked to if like a stranger was approaching me. You know. True. True. Yeah. Like their energy was not. It wasn't really sexual. Like it was just like two people meeting each other, just trying to like chat for a little bit. I liked it. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. He's just so, he was so awkward, and I just, like, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, they kind of part ways, and then the morning after, we see Ken, um, with his light eyes, meditating in a sarong, because, of course, he's, mm -hmm. like, the resident L.A., like, wannabe actor slash blah blah blah. So that makes sense. And then Richie reveals that yet another lady refused to have relations with him because of his um, girth. Um, he continues to look for his Cinderella. Um, eye rolling emoji. Whatever, I loved it. <laughs> I felt bad for him. I was like, oh, 
I was just like, it's okay. Okay, okay. Is this actually happening to men? Like, really? Is it a thing? I don't know. I don't think it's a thing. I, well, I'm like, not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't feel like men have problems finding partners if they're too girthy. Okay. I think I think it is a thing. I think that like I mean I don't think that I mean I I think that there's like a lot of men out here. I, I'm not saying that I think there's like so many men out here like with that problem, but mm-hmm. I think that there is such like a thing as like um this culture that we've set up where like so much is like wrapped up for men around like penis size or whatever. Yeah. And it's, and there's, there's no like core, there's no like correlation, I think set up for like, do all women actually like this or actually want this? Mm. So I think it's like a real thing that there's like men out here thinking that like all they need to have is like, you know, a big dick. And then, like, they also, like, don't know what lube is and, like, don't know what foreplay is. <laughs> and then their partners are fucking miserable. You know what I mean? And, like, like I think that that, to me, that feels, like, not mm-hmm. outside of the realm of possibility as, like, something that's happening more frequently than is being talked about. I mean, you make points. But I feel... Like, like... I'm not out here, like, crying. I'm not, not out here shedding a tear for a man ever. Nah. But right. I but I also feel like someone such as Richie would know what lube is and would understand what foreplay is. Where is he carrying his lube? <laughs> not wearing nothing. <laughs> Touche, Ariella. Touche. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, all right. Because I, I remember this being a storyline on Sex and the City um, back before Sex and the City was canceled as a concept. <laughs> and I was like, mm, would that actually happen? Would it go down that way? I don't know. Hmm, okay. But, I mean, I guess it's possible. You're right. Yeah, I think people's bodies are different. Like, I think that we're also, like, you know, we're, like, I think that, like, we're told that we're supposed to like things that, like, we don't necessarily like. That's right? true. Like, like, and I think it's even worse for, I think, like, it's, I, I don't know, I think things really suck for, like, a lot of straight women. Yeah, I mean, and combining, combined with, like, America's, like, overall very puritanical views towards sex, there's not a whole lot of discussion happening around it. It's kind of like the way we treat, like, wages. Like, no one's allowed to talk about wages because if people were allowed to talk about wages, they'd see how much how badly they were getting the short end of the stick i feel like sex is the same way <laughs> like right particularly women particularly hetero women are not really allowed to talk about sex and a part of it is is because like there would be a level of empowerment there would be a level of like understanding what you want and don't want and like agency you know mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know Right? Like, it's just, like, it's just, you know, I think that, like, the cult around, like, you know, like, dick size or whatever mm-hmm. is, like, part of this, like, penetrative sex is, like, the be-all and end-all of everything. Yeah. And that's just, like, that's not it for, like, a lot of people's bodies. Like, like a lot. I would say the majority is, you know? of people, yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> like... a lot of people. That's not it for, like, a lot of people's bodies. Or, like, it is, but, like, conditionally or, like, you know. Like, it's, yeah. So, I'm, I don't know. To me, I, like... I wasn't assist- like I I agree with like the eye roll like I think it's like silly <laughs> but I didn't think that it was like 
I don't know. I I liked that it included this like possibility mm-hmm. that like a that he's like okay with that too, right? That he's like not like forcing women who don't yeah. want to like who who don't who won't find sex with him to be like comfortable or pleasurable to have sex with him. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of just like you know like this is like my cross to bear. Yeah. Like. Like, so I enjoyed that implication of it. And then I also, like, I also liked that it, like, allowed for the possibility that, like, this isn't actually, like, what all women want. Or, like, and by all women, I'm, like, I don't even, like, yeah. I just, like, yeah. I think that there's, like, this whole, like, it's just, like, it's a conversation. But, yeah, like, you know, I feel like people don't have. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Because there's all this other shit wrapped up in it, too, right? Like, it's just, like. Like, I'm not desirable, like, you know, whatever. Like, I think that's, like, I don't even want to begin to talk about it. But, like, we can see it in, like, every sphere, right? Yeah. How, like, like dick size shaming or mm-hmm. whatever. And, like, literally, like, I just, like, don't. I don't, like, cis straight men, like, I just don't care. But, like, still, like, you know, like, dick shaming, like, you can see it, like, play into, like, all kinds of, like, spheres of, like, society, right? It's, oh, yeah. Like, how desirable you are like how secure you are in yourself mm-hmm. like how vi- how like good of a sexual partner you are mm-hmm. like and like also I think like yeah like I don't know it's just like it's 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 made to like correlate between all other kinds of things and like I feel like it's also it's a cheap shot yeah like, it's a, it just is. a cheap shot and we haven't really like taken the time to talk about like what the implications of using it as a cheap shot are yeah yeah Sorry, that's my soapbox. No, I agree with all of the things you just said. So, I don't really have anything to add. Yeah. Um, but yet again, I'm like literally not shedding like a single tear for like well, a no. man ever. I, I think the, the, the real life version of Richie is doing just fine. I stand by that. Literally? <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and like all of this is like, I feel like all of this is like, you know this is a conversation that, like, also is so much bigger, right? Because, yeah. like, genitals are not people's gender. Exactly. Also, right? So, like, There's where that. do trans people figure into this? And, mm-hmm. like, how, like, when we're, like, associating people's, like, value based on, like, certain assertions around, like, how they're, like, what their genitals are or, like, aren't, mm-hmm. like, where do trans people figure in in terms of, like, desirability, too? Mm-hmm. I think, too, is, like, also, like, a really important feature of, like, a conversation that's, like, about dick size. Yeah. You know? So, I feel like there's that that comes up for me, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I still wasn't, I'm, like, I wasn't, I was not mad at this part. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I was, like, (laughs) you'll find it. You'll find me with it. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, they get back on the road. Um, and Mike tries to convince them that their old routines are tired and they need to switch it up. Mm-hmm. They push back on this and table the discussion, and then they decide to pop some ecstasy, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah. Um, and start talking about their dreams and aspirations and insecurities. Can I interject? But- I am all for recreational, casual use of drugs in movies. We don't see it enough. I grew I up. Love that. I grew up in the era of after-school specials and Nancy Reagan's "Just Say No" and was all bullshit. And I like this idea that we are, like, normalizing recreational drug use because, I mean, 
Drugs make you feel good sometimes. Shit. Like... Yeah, it, 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 like, helps them get to, like, the root of their issues. Yeah. Like, they, like, they are able to, like, open up and, like, share with each other. Because I think, like, right, like, the first part of the scene when they just pop the E, mm-hmm. like, they're all fighting him and being like, we can't do anything that, like, Dallas didn't teach us how to do. And then, like, the E, and then it hits. And everybody's like, this is what I really want. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cute. And, like, I'm not anti. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, they're, like, just so nice. To, they're just so nice to each other. They are. They so really nice are. They're so supportive, other. and, like, they listen to each other, and they have real conversations. They love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it so much. This is my favorite part. That's okay. Up. I love it so much. That's why I, I had you talk about so it. so much. All right, talk about it. So they stop for gas. They're just, like, you know, what is it? What did we used to say? Uh, rolling, rolling balls. Oh, yeah. Tripping balls? Tripping balls. I don't remember. Rolling, rolling my ass off. I don't remember. I'm um. too old. Um, when they, wait, they, oh, sorry. So they stop for gas. They're just, like, very high. Mm-hmm. And they try to hype up Richie by betting he can make the cashier smile by dancing for her. Because he's, like, he's just, like, all in his feelings. He's, like, I can't do it. I can't come up with, like, a good routine. Mm-hmm. Um, Shannon Tatum gives him this, like, pep talk that's hilarious. He was like, oh, my God, I love it so much. He's like, this is how I came up with a dance for Pony. I was at a party, and I saw a girl dancing with a guy, and he was just such a bad dancer. And I was just thinking, you know, like, they probably are not having good sex. And then the song Pony came on, and I just thought about, like, you know, all the moves that I would use if I was having sex with that girl. And, like, that's the dance. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Richie goes, like, that's so complicated, though, man. That's, like, really complex. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, like, you know, he's, like, you can do it. You can do it. Like, you're so hot. You can, like, totally make that cashier smile. She looks like she hasn't smiled in weeks. <laughs> and so he, like, you know, so he, like, he enters the gas store, and it's, like, the most funny like Mm -hmm. endearing moment Mm -hmm. in american cinema i think period it's one it's up there it's up there so like set the tune of backstreet boys Mm -hmm. is it i want it that way yeah i want it that way Mm -hmm. you are my fire amazing (laughs) um well first he tries to do the like um first he starts with the um uh legally blonde bend and snap yes yes he starts off with a bend and snap for the uh, for the cheetos legally blonde is like another i feel like legally blonde brings me joy it's another white movie like it's, this one it's, it brings me a lot of joy yeah um sidebar anyway <laughs> so he starts with a bend and snap you know nothing <laughs> she's scrolling through her phone she's, she's scrolling like, through her phone she just looks like very miserable yeah because she's on she's on second shift she didn't ask for any of this literally just like who is this man coming in like can he make a decision like really Mm -hmm. so he like goes to the chip aisle he selects you know a bag of cheetos he bursts them open showers them all over his body it's beautiful Mm -hmm. um he you know goes and decides he would like he would like a drink he selects some water he pours the water all over himself and you know takes his shirt off (laughs) you know again yes you know just elevating the experience 
Um, the, the boys all rush up to the window. They're all cheering him on. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> the cheers. I love it. And then he like, you know, like, then he like slides around in like the water. I was like, I was like, I would be pissed, honestly. Because like, who has to clean Because she shit has up? to clean that shit up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would be hot. And, like, and so he like goes up and it's just like my favorite line. How much for the Cheetos and water? <laughs> And then, she, and then she smiles and yes. everybody starts cheering. <laughs> and it's just amazing. <laughs> and also just like, I don't know, I'm just like, I the song selection in this movie is just like fantastic. It's like all yes. the hits from like, I think like my peak hormonal years. Late. Well, maybe that's a lie. One of my peak hormonal years, because I guess the best is yet to come. Like the but, late 90s, early 2000s, that range. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, I was like, yeah, Backstreet Boys, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> like, at one point, that did it for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why not tell the truth? It's true. I mean, I never fully subscribed to the Backstreet Boys, but my I was definitely the odd one out because I didn't. So <laughs> I wasn't like a deep fan. Like it wasn't like I was like out here with like a poster on my wall, but like that song in particular, mm -hmm. I think I was like I was like good work. I was I like you are my fire. <laughs> my one desire. I did think Kevin from Backstreet Boys was fine. Yeah, that was the same. I was like I was like Nick Cannon could get it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't mad. <laughs> I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. Nah, nah. <laughs> and then, oh my god, yeah, this movie is just amazing. And then the next, my the next favorite. Okay. Well, okay, so later. Oh, shoot, I missed a whole part. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah. oh, yeah, and then drugs do have consequences, kids. Yeah, they do. Because um, I mean, if you give the fucking driver, <laughs> like, E, like, I mean, okay. He's, he's grown. He can make his own decisions. Drugs are okay, kids, but use your fucking common sense is all yeah, I'm saying. don't close your eyes when you're driving. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. He doesn't even have, it's like, what, he has, like, barely a concussion. Yeah. So, so Tobias, you know, uh, what is it? Um, wait, what's his name? The the hippie one. Oh, Ken. Ken. Mm -hmm. Um, Ken, who's like a level three Reiki healer. Oh my God, the Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's like, you know, everybody's like really like deeply in tune with themselves. They are like holding hands in a circle. At the you know, hospital. This is before the hospital, right? Oh! Yeah, that's why. That's why he closes his eyes. Oh, that's like, right! He close your eyes and, like, you know, Tobias, like, puts his hand in. He's, like, driving. He puts his hand in the back mm -hmm. um, to, like, be part of the circle. And then Ken says, everybody close your eyes. So Tobias closes his eyes and drives them into a stop sign. <laughs> um, and then, you know, we're in the hospital. Like, every, everyone's fine except for Tobias, who has, a, who has like, a minor concussion mm -hmm. and some stitches. They don't have a car. You know, the, the, the truck is totaled. Mm -hmm. There's no MC. Tobias was their MC. So they're like, you know, what are we going to do, guys? Mm -hmm. What are we going to do? <laughs> um, Mike reveals that uh, the generic blonde lady refused his proposal from the previous movie. Mm -hmm. um, and that his furniture business is not doing so great. It's, you know. To, sad. again, which I call bullshit. <laughs> okay. But maybe, I feel like white people have a different standard of great 
or okay. But, you know, that's just me. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, they decide that they have to make the trip to Myrtle Beach happen mm-hmm. somehow, some way. They have to make a way out of no way. Mm, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike comes up with an old friend in Savannah who may be able to help them out. Indeed. So they pull up to this delightful mansion in the middle of Savannah with all, like, the weeping willows and this beautiful, lush, like, foliage. I do love Savannah, by the way. Savannah is gorgeous. I mean, history of slavery, blah, 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 all that. But it is a gorgeous city. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is this a brothel sun eaves by you? Is this Moselle's future? Oh my god. <laughs> so they arrive at this mansion, which is a ver- like a veritable plethora of pleasures, I guess. Um, and, and also seems to have a target demographic of primarily black women, to which I say, hell yes, and what are the directions? Because I would like to go to that place. <laughs> so The deepest of sayings. <laughs> there yes this is the world i want to see honestly me too me too um yeah it's just like like a a mansion full of like happy black women of all shapes and sizes and miscellaneous men pleasure like pleasuring them like okay and dancing and whatnot I, I, I don't personally would have liked to see like a nice like you know where's my studs been like a nice mm. you know a couple, a couple of stud dancers in there. Diversity. Dancers. Yeah, that just would have been nice. Energy, but I was not mad. I was like, I was like, we have a base here. We have something strong to work from. That's Change a, is possible. That's a solid foundation right there. Hope. <laughs> so here we meet Rome, played by one Jada Pinkett Smith in the finest and most luxurious of lace fronts, lingerie and three-piece suits. Mm-hmm. Like pre-fancy mm-hmm. opulence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She and Mike clearly have history and chemistry for days. Although, to be fair, I suspect Jada would have an invoke chemistry from a paper bag because that's just how Jada is. Side note, have you seen that video of her uh, with Tasha Smith sitting on her lap and like Tasha's talking about how she's a black Barbie and Jada is looking at her like she's going to devour her. That shit launched a thousand fan fictions about two weeks ago. Wait, what? Please send this to me. I will find it and send it to you. But Jada has a look in her eyes like she is going to like have her for dinner and then I some. love that. Mm-hmm. Jada seems like... She's very good at the entanglements, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> I think. Yeah. But anyway. The podcast, you cannot see the look on my face. <laughs> um, so she says some things, and then he says some things, and then she gives him a tour of the place, and we see Michael Strahan in a way that I am not accustomed to, and I'm not mad at it with his, with his little gap. Um, okay, and then 
Then we're going to talk about the 5% of the movie that made me, gave me the sads and made me uncomfortable. So then, <clears throat> we are subjected to one Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Cambino, in a fedora and a blazer that he clearly got from Target, doing 90s-era spoken word. To which I say, who asked for this? Who wanted this? The people who are a part of this membership of this club, did they pay for this? And did they demand their money back? Why? Why are we here? What, what? I'm just so confused. I'm like, so this is a universe where, this is a universe where we're supposed to believe that Donald Glover is capable of portraying anybody who dates black women. Look, I wasn't going to go there, Ariella. That's, we're here. <laughs> just like. We're here. Like, so that was very confusing to me. I was just like, you can't fake that. Like, and then, <laughs> like, but I, I would believe that people would want that. What? Where? Who? Not from Donald Glover. Okay, no. I think that it's like, you know, I feel like it's like how, it's like a, it's like a, ro- it's like a romance but fantasy thing. But like, they... I could believe people, I could see people being into that. Like, I want somebody to, like, write a poem for me. Like, this is not me. This is not what I want. This is not something that I find to be sexy. Neither me. Personally. For the record. If I'm going to a club, I'm not going for spoken word. I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, fair enough. I mean, same. But it's just like, I'm just like, yeah. Like, I could see, I could see, I could see somebody wanting that. Really? For People real? like lots of things. That I don't like. Shout out to Sicily again. People like things. Shout out again. People like people like things. Sicily Rogers. Okay, fair enough. I guess. I I just like I believe it. I believe it. Like you know, some people like you know like rose petals and like chocolates and like all that shit. Like I find that shit to be irritating. I find it to be nauseating. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Do people people are into it? Wait, wait. Just like. Are people actually into it, or are they pretending to be into it because they're trying to be nice? I don't know. I would say I like enough things that are, like, bird-like that (laughs) I can, (laughs) you know, that I'm just, like, I'm just, like, yeah, I like some, I, there's, there is some, there is some basic bitch shit that. Okay, that's fair. I do like basic bitch shit. So, like, it's just, like, it's a different, I just, it's a different brand of basic bitch shit. You're right. I am a bird at heart. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So I'm just like somebody. Somebody wants like bad '90s poetry. In a fedora. In a fedora mm-hmm. and a blazer, and with someone who clearly needs to be fed more meals. I mean, it's just like I'm just. Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> and the amount of real estate and camera time that this scene was given. Like, I was sitting there watching it on my birthday with my housemate, and we were just uncomfortable. I got on my phone. I was just like, I'm not, just call me when this is over. I don't, like. That's how you can tell. I was like, this is this is when it becomes so abundantly clear. I'm like, that this movie was written by white people. Mm-hmm. I was like, you clearly just could have let black people just handle, like, just handle at least this portion of the movie. Yeah, yeah. 
where it's like clearly they just like they took input and then they were like but like the white people were like you know like we're curious to hear your ideas mm-hmm. but we're going to like ruin it in like very specific ways and like donald glover is one of those ways and like i think that you know later on we'll discuss another one of those ways in which they clearly had input yeah you know, like yeah no on their own okay that that reminds me of take this back this was only i would say three and a half percent of my unhappiness with this movie mm-hmm. the other part was the remaining uh one and a half percent but we'll get to that <clears throat> i just like i like what have what i liked about this was that like this is pretty much like we only have to listen to his like terrible spoken word for like two other minutes that's true. Like, you know, throughout the movie. Like, it's not like he has to, like, get it. So that was, I don't know. So that was kind of, like, where I was at with this. I was just like, really, y'all? I mean, Like, here... Donald Glover, though? Like, I could see somebody else doing this better. Like, I could okay. see some yes. other yes. man, like, being able to, like, deliver this in a way where I'm just, like, not my bag, but I can see it. My thing is, you, you mean to tell me a black woman... That in a mansion full of Michael Strahan's and gold, like, floss thong, Malik, and white chocolate, I'm gonna pick Donald Glover? Like, really? That's what we're doing? Like, Yeah, I mean, that's that was where I couldn't, that's like, I'm like, you've lost me here. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just way out of the movie now. Like, you have taken me out of the movie. Suspension yeah. of disbelief does not stretch this goddamn far. Like I just so I'm just so confused on like a casting level. Yeah. Like, was it some sort of cross market promotional bullshit? Did he have an album coming out? Like, what was happening here? I just yeah. I I'm... feel like Donald Glover appeals to a very spe- age specific kind of white woman. Like. <laughs> I just like I just don't. I feel like I'm just like at this point. I just don't know if I. I'm like, I just don't know if I know any white women, like, well enough to, like, peer, and, like, not well enough to, like, be like, what do you think about Donald Glover? And I feel bad talking about Donald Glover in public in mixed company, because he's from the same neck of the woods as me, so I understand a little bit of his background, but come on, man, come on, what are we doing here? Look at your life, look at your choices, like, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's like so nice. You're you're being so generous. To me. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that about you. Your kindness. Thank you. So next up. <laughs> so, but then, you know, after the after everybody like breathes a sigh of relief, it's like the camera like pans away. <laughs> Rome introduces Mike as white chocolate fitting and invites him to shake a little something Mm -hmm. he refuses at first and then then (laughs) well first like malik starts off she's like if you're not going to do it then i'm gonna like bring malik in church starts to like do his little thing Mm -hmm. um very well very well and then and okay and then and then he like He's, he starts to walk in the opposite direction, and I'm like, is he walking away? But then he stops, turns around, and he, like, runs and does, like, a flip over Malik and the other woman over to Rome. Okay, you take it away. <laughs> I love it so much. I was like, 
if there's one thing Channing's gonna do, is he's gonna incorporate some parkour up in here. Okay? I love it. <laughs> I love it. These are, I feel like, you know, Melanie has some notes here about questioning if she's old enough to see this. I did not. I am a full adult. I know what I want, and this is it. I know my body. <laughs> Melanie, I apparently clutched her pearls. I have, you know, these are these are not the pearls I'm looking for. <laughs> As I've mentioned, Channing Tatum is a very talented human being, and I appreciate him sharing his talent with all of us. Uh, yeah, protect him at all costs. <laughs> Do you want to describe some of the things he did during this scene? He like he's just like taking her. She, you know, there's like a very you know lovely young woman like mm-hmm. sitting on a chair. He's just like tossing her up around on the chair, but it like doesn't even feel unsafe. Like. You know, she's secure at all times. He's like, he's like, you know, climbing on, I don't know, just like using one arm to like lift himself up and like do things with his hips. And I don't know, it's just very, it's all very like physically impressive. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, shockingly has a sense of rhythm. Yeah, no, he has it. And you can, this is where you can tell that he has, like, he has done sex work. He used to be a stripper. Like, that's his background. You can tell that he knows how to do this shit. And I yeah. appreciate that. Because it's, unlike Lisa Ray, unlike Lisa Ray, I actually believe that he could get up in a club and get some people to make it rain. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lisa Ray. Is Shannon Tatum going guest star on P-Valley? Oh my God! Oh my God! Okay, I have started watching P-Valley, by the way. I would like to talk to you about that offline because it is my new favorite show ever. Okay? I love it. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Okay, but anyway. It's literally so good. It's okay. literally so good. But if like, Channing... I really don't need him to guest star on P-Valley because he does not belong No, there. he doesn't, no. But, like, in the in the game, I'm just like, you know. Yeah. Shannon Tatum clearly is very talented. Yes. There's one the move where two women are, like, facing away from each other, bent over, and he uses their back to, like, do, like, a rolling flip. Yes. It was just like... Fantastic. I just like, yeah. I just, oh my god. Yeah. I would like do like, you know, like, like Shannon Tatum CrossFit or something. Um, what you said minus the CrossFit. (laughs) Yeah. If it was like me learning how to lift him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Channing. And... Oh my gosh, I feel like the other reason, like, I love this too is that, like, it's so clear that, like, Jada is, like, a top. Like, Rome oh, yeah. is his top, and, like, he's a bottom. And I just, like, I love, he's just, she's just, like, you know, she just, like, she's just, like, I set the rules. Mm-hmm. I tell you when. Like, I tell you where to go. And oh. he's just, like, he's, like, I can, he's, like, I'm gonna fight it, but, like, I'm really not gonna fight it. Let me tell yeah. you. When, when he was up in her room and she sent Malik away or whatever, and she was like, sit your ass down, 
-hmm. I felt some things inside when she said that. This is this is the this is a this is an ideal dynamic here. Mm Mhm. Yep. I agree with that. One hundred percent. Ten out of ten would recommend. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. I'm like I love to see it. Especially. I'm just like yeah. I'm just like this is. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Not to tell too much. I'm giving a lot of information about myself here. All I'm saying is I would not be mad at a prequel with Rome and Mike. Literally. Where is that movie? Where is that movie? Or like a crossover between Girls Trip and Magic Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I would not be mad at like seeing Tiffany Haddish. Like... (laughs) In one of these scenes. No, I wouldn't. I would not. No. I feel like she was perfect. Um, so, back to the back to the task at hand. <laughs> I feel like we just got all like. I want to write a dissertation on that whole like sequence, that whole set piece. It's Honestly. so beautiful, and I was just like, I was like blown away the first time I saw it. I was like, is this a whole? universe created like for black woman's pleasure like Mm -hmm. this is nuts Mm -hmm. like i fucking love this shit like why have i not been like why were people not more excited about this well you know why but i i just like i was just like i was floored like the first time i saw it like i was like this is so special like i don't know i thought it was just dope it was just so dope it was it was it's so fun it was like so funny it was like so entertaining ah it was everything. It was everything. It was. It really was. <clears throat> like, I just hope that's a real place. Me too. Yeah, I would literally. I'm like, how much is the subscription fee, though? Oh, you know, it's, it's bonkers. It's like off the wall ridiculous. But some of those women looked like they were dressing regular ass clothes, so who knows? Yeah, I'm like, maybe it wasn't. There was enough people in that room, I think, to make a fair amount of money. True, true. Yeah, but that was, like, I think that's, like, one of my favorite, like, I'm so glad that that exists, like, even in a fantasy, like, movie realm, (laughs) like, as a place that, like, exists as, like, as a possibility. Mm -hmm. I think this is, this is, this is part of the world (laughs) that I would like to be in. (laughs) A freedom dream. (sighs) Oh. Yeah, um, yeah, so there's that, and obviously, like, run by Jada Pickett-Smith. Of course, yeah. Obviously, like, my whole life. I'm just, like, every, like, yeah, what a, what a route. Mm -hmm. Um, so, back to business. Yes. After, you know, White Chocolate does his little thing. Mm Mm-hmm. That's his little thing. White chocolate. White chocolate. I, like, don't even have a problem with that, honestly. I'm just like, like I'm normally, okay, I have a thing against describing black people and black skin tones using food, like, uh, as, like, a descriptor. That pisses me off. It's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, but describing him as white chocolate, I was like, mm-hmm, that makes sense. I'll allow it. I'm perfectly okay with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what brand of white chocolate? I feel mm. like he's like a one of those like little like lint truffles. Yes, I was just thinking about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Genuine looks at what he's done with the Pony franchise 
with pride or respect, or is he annoyed that he kind of just kind of co-opted Pony from him? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't know enough about Genuine. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm so grateful for Pony. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say, like, once a month, I, like, stop, and I'm just like, damn, I'm so glad that Pony exists. <laughs> Probably mad that he wasn't invited to um, to guest star. Oh, I could see that. That's fair. But I think I, I think I genuine's kind of aged out. Well, no, because Michael Strahan is an older gentleman. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. Mm. <clears throat> All right. So next up. Next up, um, so Rome says she can't help him out, but she does have Donald drive them to a mansion where they're supposed to meet up with one of the girls they had met at the beach. Mm-hmm. And when they get there, they're greeted instead by, you know, the, the MILF contingent. <laughs> the girl's mother, Nancy, played by Andy McDowell. I guess I don't really know who that is. I know Andy as someone who grew up in the 80s and 90s, like, doing... Well, first, like, I know her from Sex, Lies, and Videotape, which I wasn't allowed to watch, but somehow watched it. Um, but then also like rom-coms, like Four Weddings and a Funeral, Groundhog, Groundhog's Day, like she's kind of a well-known actress in that Yeah, she was like very familiar to me. Oh, she was in Footloose. Wait, she was? As a supporting role. I do not remember Andy McDowell in Footloose. Wow. I just don't, uh. Okay. I have never seen, I feel like she looks so familiar to me, but like, yeah, I was like, I mean like she's fine, I don't. I don't, I'm not, I wasn't like, I was like. I think she was in Beauty Shop too. Mom. Yeah. She's in Beauty Shop as well. Queen Latifah mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I was like, great. And her Southern lady of leisure friends. Mm-hmm. So they, they invite all these men to sit down very generously. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, are just like very excited to have all of these beautiful men in their company mm-hmm. while also complaining about their husbands. Yeah. Um, so the scene. The scene, did the scene make you uncomfortable? It made, yes, it made me uncomfortable because, like, the class thing bugged me. It's like they, they were kind of ogling these men like they were in a zoo, like, asking them to perf- literally perform for them. That made me hella uncomfortable. The only saving grace is that they weren't black, the men weren't black, but it's the mm-hmm. same kind of, like, behavior. Yeah. The sec- over-sexualization. I don't know. Like, I was just, like, annoyed, I guess. But how did you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like it was, like, like I was, yeah. I guess, like, their behavior was inappropriate. And at this point, I have, like, enough mo- emotional connection to all of these characters mm-hmm. that I'm just like, be nice to them. They're not just their bodies. They have minds, too. <laughs> they have hearts. They have souls. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But I did, like, I liked when they were, like, ragging on their husbands. I thought that was funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, when they were talking shit about, like, their men or whatever, I was yeah. just like, oh, uh, Nancy, Andy McDowell's character, apparently, um, her husband ended up being gay. And she talked about how she was never really fully sexually satisfied. And then the other woman was talking about <laughs> Oh my god, 
that her husband only liked to do it in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> he refused to have the like, lights These on. are real things that happen to straight people. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Heterosexuality is the ghetto of sexuality. <laughs> I'm like, again, could be me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds rough. <laughs> I'm a troll. <laughs> I like that. I was just like, but then like when Ken responds and he's like, you know, like, you're so beautiful. Like, you know, like your husband, like, you know, tell him to turn the lights on because he's like, you know, wasting his, he's like wasting this chance or whatever. Like, that kind of shit. I was like, people like to hear stuff like that. I know. That's, like, to me, that's, like, the same vibe of, like, energy that, like, Donald Glover was, like, you know, yeah. asked to attempt to serve. Okay, that's for, fair. For, like, the spoken word. It's, like, the, it's, like, the romance. Like, yeah. people like that. Yeah, people do like that. You're right. Which You're is, right. like, fine. I was just, like, to me, it's, like, believable. I was just, like, yeah. I think, I think a lot of people probably want that. Yeah. And that's, like, you know, that's, like, I feel like what Ken brings to the table, too. But Ken is also fine as hell. Okay. He's in, like, something where he's been, like, really, where I, like, I get so confused because I, like, can only see him as that character. Wasn't he in some show called Suits or something? It was, like, he was in a show called Suits, I think, but that's not what I'm remembering him from. Okay. It's something that's going to... Uh, really embarrass me. I, like, might not even say it after I find out. <laughs> I do remember, and I will not be sharing that information with the Oh, people. wow. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna look him up later, and I'm gonna text you when I find it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, I do. So. Yeah, so. Moving on. <laughs> I do, I would like to note that I appreciate that he is a queer actor playing a straight character. Because he's don't... queer? Oh, yeah. And they don't do that a lot. I mean, I think it would have been cool if he were actually queer in the movie, too. But, you know, I guess baby steps, whatever. Has he ever played a queer character? Yeah, I think he was on Will and Grace, um, the latest one, as Will's partner. Um, and I think he was in a movie um, as well. I can't remember what the... I think the movie was... I can't remember what it was. But, um, I yeah. love that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, that makes me like him so much more. I already liked him. Yeah, but no. Um, the, the difference between him doing that, like, nauseating sweet shit and Donald Glover doing that nauseating sweet shit is it comes off less condescending from him. Yeah, well, he doesn't seem like a sexist troll who hates women. <laughs> Let the record show that I did not say that and the views of Ariella Ty do not reflect... <laughs> my opinions so don't troll me on the social medias about this okay well I'm, yeah i'm just like people I'm, mm, okay i won't say that part <laughs> okay so moving forward i'm like there is very clear what we're not talking about and we're just going to continue to not talk about that <laughs> but <laughs> the thing that we are not talking about very clearly influences <laughs> my feelings towards Donald Clover, and I would say that is something that he has done to himself. Um. And I am not disagreeing with you. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, so, Mike, 
ends up seeing the girl who took a picture of him while he was peeing. Zoe, yes. Zoe. I think I'm just going to call her pee picture girl. <laughs> I, I'm on board with that. <laughs> it's just, what an invasive thing to do to a person. Yeah, that's definitely a kind of entitlement and audacity. I, I will know. say that. And, like, and the other reason that I, like, really just don't like her in this movie is because, like, when we first get introduced to her, she has, like, those, like, four white girl, like, Bahama braids or yes. whatever, like, in her fucking, like, in her hair. Yes. And it's just, like, bitch, like, like, that's not even acceptable for, like, a seven-year-old coming back from a Caribbean vacation, but, like, we let it slide because they're seven. Yeah. But, like, what makes you, I was just, like, are you going to crimp your hair, too? Like, this is just really, like, there's so many levels on which, like... It's just, like, you could have found a... You could just put in a ponytail. Yeah. You could just put a hair clip in it. It's it's okay to be white, is what I'm saying. Like, just be white. Just be white. Like... Yeah, there's, like, no need to do that to, like... I mean, you know, whatever. Your edges are your own punishment. It's fine. (laughs) Your edges are your own punishment. (laughs) That is a quote. (laughs) Um... So he sees pee picture girl mm-hmm. who's like you know in a in a foul mood she's sulking yeah. you know they like he's he, you know he's he's pretending that he's he's pretending that he's not interested but he's clearly interested mm-hmm. um and he's like trying i love that he's like trying to bring her out of the mood by like being nice and funny mm-hmm. um so i am still pro this is like all pro channing mm-hmm. um <laughs> And then they, like, have some, like, weird, stiff, like, argument about cake versus cookies um, <laughs> that I was pro. Although, honestly, I agree with her. I'm, like, red velvet cake is, like... Yeah, that's weird. Like, I don't like red velvet cake. I'm just, like... That's this weird. This is, like, a major issue. Yeah, are you a sociopath? Like, yeah, who I doesn't was, like red velvet like, cake? He was doing... I was, like, you were doing so well. <laughs> you know, you had everything going for you. <laughs> you don't I, I guess it's like more for me yeah i guess yeah. i have i'd have follow-up questions personally but that's just yeah. me and i was like i guess like you know like i could get down with cookie dough but like i would take cookie dough over a cookie and i would take red velvet cake over cookie dough mm, i wouldn't i would, I would never choose both. cookies over anything though yeah. i haven't bought cookies on purpose in like years <laughs> i think if it's like a big cookie like i like a big like a big chewy cookie like i would okay okay but like it has to be really big like i like the i like the size yeah <laughs> i guess so sorry i got distracted <laughs> <laughs> um so which segues perfectly you're 12 years old you do realize that right oh my god (laughs) this segues perfectly into the next portion of our discussion okay so yes oh wait before we get to that mike does invite her to the convention oh yeah yeah okay so the next morning, we see Richie in his little reading glasses um, in the kitchen, reading the paper. Um, apparently, he has found his Cinderella, and it is Nancy, Milf extraordinaire Andy McDowell. 
She rolls up, practically whistling with little cartoon birds around her head. Um, and apparently, he laid that game so proper that she felt compelled to give him the keys to her ex-husband's car. And that he could bring it back in any condition he chose. To which I say, good job, and I understand. <laughs> I want to know about more. I want to... You're like, I overstand. <laughs> that story is for another kind of podcast. But anyway... <laughs> Oh my god okay now i want a podcast where we talk about zane books okay that would be fire okay i would do that also elin harris also maybe some terry mcmillan <laughs> all right anyway so so in some expensive car that i do not know the make and model of i don't really follow Oh, it's Benz? Is that what Benz's, Benz's looks like? Okay. I don't know cars like that. I just know it's expensive because it's shiny and it has an emblem on it. Um, <laughs> so they're off to Myrtle Beach. It's got a drop top. That was cool. Um, it's very pretty. Yeah. When they get there, Rome and Malik and Donald Glover are there, um, and they offer to lend their services. Um, there's a cute little montage of them prepping for the performance with, for their dance routines going to the hardware store, um, uh, uh, Adam, I think that's his name, he's experimenting, Adam Rodriguez, he's experimenting with whipped cream and, like, confetti or something, and then Tarzan's playing with glitter, and it's a good time all around, it's a cute They're little montage. just monster. encouraging each other, there's high fives, mm -hmm. smiles, laughs. Yeah. I would say... For those who are unaware, Adam Rodriguez it also has like a major role in like the the most what is it like the the last the second half of Criminal Minds. Oh, um, which is where I know him from. Okay, I didn't know that. He's also in CSI. He's like, but yeah. Oh wow! So I particularly enjoyed this role. What does he play on those shows? I mean, a cop. Oh. Like an FBI agent. I'm I'm kind of over the propaganda, Ariella. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I mean, understandably so. <laughs> I mean, like I like I'm literally like Criminal Minds. I'm watching it for Shamar Moore, like to be to be exceedingly clear. <laughs> oh my god! Like, I know, I know, I'm a bird. No, no, I like Shamar too because I too am a bird. But have you seen um Black Twitter dug up all? Yes. The <laughs> yes. They gave my me. Sent, made it made it their business to make sure I saw every clip and I was like, why do you feel the need to hurt? Me? Like why I have so little joy in my life. Look, those clips made me love Shamar even more because he can't mm. dance for shit. And he's he really he's cannot. there giving it his all. And he committed. He committed to the bad dancing, to the lack of rhythm, and he's still fine, and I love him for it. Okay? I don't know. It hurt it hurt him a little bit in my eyes. I think it was like Hello, lady. Like, <laughs> like, I was just like, huh. like, laying it on a little thick. <laughs> like, with the, like, bandana tied around his head, I was just like. He, he is the light-skinned gold standard, okay? He is. I know, I'm like, I'm really, like, even, even, you know, through the, through the lack of rhythm, like, I persevere, like. I find I find a way to like for real. You didn't find those clips charming. I found them charming. Okay, 
Okay, I'm seeing, I'm seeing by your face that this is not something we're going to agree on, so I'm going to move forward. <laughs> when he's, like, replaced, like, when he ends up, like, leaving Criminal Minds, he's, like, replaced by Adam Rodriguez. Oh, okay. Like, he's, Adam Rodriguez is, like, the other, like, hot brown man mm. character. I feel um, like Adam Rodriguez did not get enough screen time in this movie. No, he, like, certainly didn't. And he's, like, he's fine as hell. Yeah, he is. He's fine as hell. Like when he came out, oh, later on in those in like those little straight backs, I was mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll talk about it. But like, I was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess like you can feed me probiotic frozen yogurt. That's fine. <laughs> I feel great about that. Like that's honestly right up my alley. I mean, ice cream, cut off shorts. I see no problems with any of this. So. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So. <laughs> the piece de resistance. The piece de resistance. Oh, we totally missed the other, my other, one of my other favorite parts, which is when they get to the convention center and there's no spot for Oh, them. Elizabeth Banks like, in yeah. that. <laughs> Can we talk about Elizabeth Banks' accent for a second? Cause I she... guess so. I just like don't, this is another one where I feel like, Tell me who Elizabeth Banks is. Um, she is, you know her face. She's been in a lot of movies. Um, blonde woman, funny. Um, she was in Hunger Games. She was in Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah. Okay, Hunger Games, I recognize her from. I have never seen Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Wet Hot American Summer and or I've oh, seen it. Oh, Wet Hot American Summer, Summer was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, her accent was giving me full-on, like, trashy, Floridian, blonde. <laughs> like, I felt it. Like, I feel like she either has been that person or she knows those people. Like, It was good. It yeah. was good. It was funny. It was. But, and she was just like... I don't have a place for you. Like, we're, we've been booked. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, Mike is trying to, like, be like, I'm hot. <laughs> but I'm not trying that hard. It's charming. <laughs> Give me a spot. And she's like, no. No, baby, no. <laughs> like, I can't do it for you. And then, like, you know, Jada, like, saunters up. And she's like, what about for me? And it's just, like, big dyke energy. Mm-hmm. Big dyke energy. Mm-hmm. And, like, lo and behold, they have, like, the primetime spot, Mm -hmm. which they, you know, then go on to use to its full effect um, in this performance. Talk about it. So first, Tarzan does this cute little routine that's a play on Beauty and the Beast with Beast as the artist. I loved it. I loved it. He's, like, wearing, like, uh, little hot pants and, like, a cape. Yes. Um, it's just perfect. It is. Um, and his muse is a black woman with a pixie cut. Mm-hmm. So. Had that little Halle Berry. It was cute. Yes. She was so cute. And I love that, like, when the glitter went on, that it was, like, actually of her and not just of, like, a generic, like, hot lady. Listen. Every time I watch this movie, I try to figure out logistically how he did this shit. Like, can you actually do this in real life? Maybe, right? You're like, can someone do this for me? Is this a reasonable expectation? <laughs> <laughs> and then, I honestly, I was like, I was like, I didn't know that this is something that I wanted, but like, 
Richie's like next routine mm-hmm. honestly like it really did it for me like first he starts out he's like wearing like a he's wearing a tux yes and he's like and he's doing like a little wedding sequence mm-hmm. um to like uh Bruno Mars is I think I want to marry you mm-hmm. he grabs someone from the audience to be his yeah, wife proposes to her they get married rise to this throne and then it's like uh I guess I didn't really know what the name of the song was until you wrote it here mm-hmm. closer um, nine inch nails nine inch nails I I just knew it as like I want to fuck you like an animal yes nine inch nails <laughs> but like he like rips off his tuxedo mm-hmm. and like he's like wearing like black leather and like mm-hmm. he puts her in a sex swing and he's like you know doing all this like swinging yes. hot boy shit off of the sex swing and yeah it's just like it's fantastic I it was, was like, lovely this is a mood. yeah it is <laughs> like a true mood like i just love it it's like i'm like giving yeah giving me commitment giving me like giving oh, everything it's fantastic like and a 10 and a 10 10. Mm -hmm. just very happy and then um tito played by adam rodriguez Mm -hmm. comes out in these cute little straight backs and does a routine to um candy shop yep he's the ice cream man yes and like i honestly like i was like i was like if i fucking like went up to get a stage dance and somebody fucking sprayed fucking whipped cream all over my outfit which is what happens at the end. Yes. I would be fucking so hot. I, I thought about so that. Mad. I would be pissed as hell. But also, if it were Adam Rodriguez, yes. would I be pissed though? No. I don't I know. I would be pissed if it was him. I would be like, will you hand wash this for me? <laughs> While I'm still wearing it. Like, <laughs> very pro. Okay, let's yo know, or let's address it. Let's address it. Okay, I want to describe this. Okay, so yeah. then <clears throat> Ken comes out um, in a hat and a suit, a little sparkly suit, suspenders, suspenders, no shirt, and proceeds to sing D'Angelo's "How Does It Feel" in his white man voice. In all his caucasity. I have some feelings about this. This is not okay. I am not okay with this. First of all, if you're going to try and sing How Does It Feel, you better be damn good. Good enough to pull it off. Also, I'm going to say it. I don't feel like a white man is good enough to pull off How Does It Feel. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I offend listeners. It has to be said. It's, white people don't know what that song is. Exactly, exactly. You're not offending any people. White people don't know what you're They have no about. idea. <laughs> I would like to take a moment to talk about the first time that I saw the D'Angelo video for How Does It Feel. I was a young girl in college, so I was depressed, and undergrad, and that video came on, and I saw this beautiful sculptural brown-skinned man with cornrows as the camera panned up and down, occasionally focusing on his eyes. And it was transformative, okay? I don't think I've ever seen a black man 
filmed in such a way, um, with such vulnerability and care, and it was beautiful. And it would take a lot to appropriate that moment and sing that song. Go ahead, Ariella. <laughs> I mean, I certainly agree with you. I was like, I was like, how? I never realized that that part of like your face, like where your where in between your nose and your lip, that that part could be sexy until mm-hmm. I saw that video. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn. Like how we have a sexy philotrope. <laughs> Yes, I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I was just like, ew. D'Angelo ew. was giving us facial expressions throughout that whole video. Okay. Literally. And then and there like, was... I just love it giving us, like, vulnerability. Like, it's just like... And I also was just like, to me, it was, like, such a queer video. I was like, I'm so attracted to this man. And also, like, I feel like this is not, like... I feel like this is just such a, like, a queer way mm-hmm. of, like, entrance into, like, this, like, space of desire. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, I don't know. I guess it's, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just, like, felt, like, to me, I was, to me, it just, like, felt like a very queer video. Yeah. And I, like, don't know if that's just because it was, like, I think, I don't know. I think that it was just, like, this space where, like, he could be soft. Like, where there's, like, no, like, object of desire. Like, he's the only object of desire, and there's no, like, directives. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, you know, the song is gendered, but, like, is it really? Like, it's really not that heavily gendered, to be honest. Is the song gendered? Not really, actually. I, I think it's, like, it's, like, girls. Oh, girls. So, like, me. there's, like, that, but, like, it's not, to me, it's not, you know, it's not, like, so hyper-gendered in, like, these ways that, like, a lot of these songs are yeah. from this era, I feel like, especially. Yeah. And I was just, like, he's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, this video is about how beautiful he is. Like, and it's, like, how sexy he is, but also how, like, beautiful Beautiful. He is, yeah, it's about beauty. That video is yeah. definitely about beauty. And I just, like, I love that. I, like, love it so much. And, like, I don't think that, like, to me, it's, like, to me, I'm, like, yeah, like, I feel shocked. Like, I feel, like, appreciative of like the way in which like this song is like in the same way that like there was like the space inside the film for like black women's desire Mm -hmm. i feel like bringing untitled like into this space Mm -hmm. like to talk about like desire like is this way of like bringing like acknowledging like black desire Mm -hmm. and like obviously like you know matt born or whatever is like completely like incapable of like recreating in any way thank you like what D'Angelo is, like, able to achieve. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know, like, it's just, like, how could he? He mm-hmm. could never. I do not think that his voice is that bad. Like, I think that okay. I don't think that he's able to... I don't think that he's as good. Like, I don't think that he's able to, like, hit the mark. Let me qualify I, it. Let me qualify it. I think Matt Borner has a beautiful singing voice. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, and they showcase it throughout this movie. But I think that that particular song takes a certain kind of singing background or vocal background to pull off like D'Angelo like you can tell like I'm a big D'Angelo fan you can tell that he was like he was raised in the church and he has like that vocal background you need that for that song Matt Borner does not have that I agree like I think that when he first starts off 
you're like, okay. Like when he first started singing it, I was like, I was like, I was like, hmm, he's not, he's not bad. And then it started to like break down further on. And obviously he has no rhythm. Like he's cute, but like he can't dance. Nah. But like, I wasn't, I don't know. I just like, I wasn't, I wasn't that anti. Like I was like, obviously this is a mess. But like, I wasn't, I was like, I thought it was cute that they tried. Yeah. And I, I was like, who sold this to them? You know, like who suggested this? Because I was like, what a brilliant choice, honestly. <laughs> okay. Agree to disagree. A brilliant musical choice. No, a brilliant musical choice, not a brilliant performative choice. Okay. All right. Okay. Like, obviously, they should have had someone else do it. Obviously. <laughs> and, like, watching a whole bunch of white women, I was like, they don't know what this song is. They have no idea. They don't know what's happening. But I don't know. And I like the suspenders. I'm yeah. And I, I liked like when he, he stripped off his pants and like he was wearing the assless chaps that was nice mm-hmm. i was like i like that choice <laughs> so that ass so... <laughs> and then you know there's this like fantastic extended like mirror dance that mm-hmm. Luke and magic mike do mm-hmm. um that is just like it's just brilliant. It's it is just some beautiful performance work, some beautiful dancing. You get some more parkour. <laughs> Malik is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there is a there is a song choice that like retrospectively should not have been made. The third song, the Cookie Monster song. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like he who he who he who shall not be named. Yeah, and I know yeah. they they did that because it's a a throw a throwback to like their conversation about the cookies or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I was like, it's not even that good of a song. It's not. And, like, it's just like I was like, y'all don't need to. I was like, it's not that deep, you guys. Like, you don't need to like be putting like musical Easter eggs into like this movie. Like, it was it's not just unnecessary. Really not that serious. Yeah, like. You could have picked a better song, but they did have what was the one twelve song that they had in there? Uh, anywhere, is it uh, anywhere? Yeah, a, another classic, it. by the way. Yes, I was just like, I'm so glad that I, I just like you know, yeah, in mm-hmm. 2020, that there's still opportunities. I mean, you could put that song on the charts now; it would still track. Literally, yeah, so good. So it's just like it's just bomb. Mm-hmm. So yes, breaking the conventions of competition flicks, there is no official winner announced. We just see all the guys dancing on the stage together, half naked to the tune of All I Do Is Win, another banger. And then we cut to them hanging out on some boardwalk, smiling and watching fireworks. And I too can't help but smile because damn, that was a good ass time. So good. So good. So good. There's just like there's just like no there's like no con there's like barely any conflict like it's just like yeah. oh, it's just such a good yeah it I'm just like, makes you feel so good. I feel like the the third act conflict is overdone like that that narrative choice to like tear everything apart so you can put it back together and surprise everyone at the end. I'm like over it. We're in the middle of apocalypse. Let's just remove the conflict altogether. I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see people, like, destroyed. I just want to see people being happy right now. And that is okay. In chaps, yes. (laughs) So. (laughs) 
we looked at, I just like, I would, I think that like, I'm just like, I had a magic mic sized hole inside me that's full now. Indeed. I, I am the glass slipper. You are the glass slipper, Ariella. And to me, Magic Mike fulfills the promise of what America's, American cinema could be if they would just stop playing. Literally, I'm like, look at how easy this was. It was effortless. It was effortless. Okay? Like, how did you, I was just like, how did you make an entire movie? I was just like, where? Oh, they're so good. They're just so nice to each other. It's they like, are. why can't we just be nice to each other? Yeah. I just, I loved it. And they got so much money, they got so well paid mm-hmm. for these fantastic services that they provided. I just like, everybody's happy. Yeah. Everybody's happy. I love it. So, you have some very poignant questions um, in terms of themes and points of discussion, so I'm going to pick out some of these. One, can Shannon come to the cookout? What do you think? I mean, obviously he's coming to my cookout. I feel like we disagree on this. I don't even care. Um, I'm sorry, but no. The rules are pretty strict on the cookout now because for the last five or seven years, they've been letting any any goddamn body in. So <laughs> the gates are closed. Shannon cannot come to the cookout. What if he does parkour over the gate? <laughs> Look, I will fix him a plate and bring it to him while he waits in the car. But he cannot come to the cookout. I'm sorry. Like, is, is Channing going to be play, playing spades with my uncle? No, I don't think so. I, I can't see it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I feel like you could make him do a thing. Like, he could be, like, the person who, like, he could be, like, responsible for making sure, like, the punch bowl is always full or, like, whatever. Oh, maybe he can bring the chairs. He does have the muscles. <laughs> I don't know. He could know. be a chair. He could be a human chair. He could be, he could be my chair. He could definitely be my, my human chair. My lawn chair. You know what? He is a human chair, Ariella. He is. See, we found a purpose. <laughs> Look at how easy that was. I like that your face is completely deadpan <laughs> right now. <laughs> I fixed it. I don't know, man. I don't know about this. I don't know. I feel like if you let Channing in, you gotta let, I don't know, like. Who else? Look, we let Justin Timberlake in 10 years ago, and we will Ooh, forever be- Who did? I was not on that committee. I was there when, when we let him in. I didn't necessarily agree with it, but I was there. We did that shit. We need to own up to it, okay? That was, that was know, our problem. collective we. I just, like, was not a part of that decision. I just, like, I would have never. <laughs> I, w- I literally would have never. Okay. Like, I do not agree with that decision. And I'm not saying- bring Shannon to like every cookout but I'm saying that he could come to a single cookout based off of this movie just one time just one time one time just one time okay I might you know, so that we can start to get to know each other a little bit better as long and he brings the chairs and he can bring the ice too yeah he can bring the ice okay all right fine he can come to one cookout <laughs> one but he better not get too familiar that's all I'm saying oh <laughs> Um, speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, who could have played the Donald Glover part better? 
That's such a great question. I feel like we'll just start with a smooth anybody <laughs> and then go from there. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Who, who could have done that? Who's hot right now? Who's the it? Who was hot in 2015? I don't know. think of anybody I, I'm like would common have been worse or better <laughs> worse <laughs> no no to common no you know what how about this might be a little bit of a stretch but method man how about method man hmm I was like Maharshala Ali Cause I feel like he's already a poet. He, no wait, he's not the he's not a poet. He's a That's little. Trevante Rhodes. No, Trevante. Trevante Rhodes. Trevante Rhodes. Yes, we have a winner. Okay. Trevante Rhodes. I'm down for that. Also a human chair. Um. <laughs> I think I'm the human chair in that situation. <laughs> um. Yes, That's Trevante. Like... So we agree. Trevante Rhodes would be. Yeah. Because he's totally like, do you re have you read his poetry? I feel like we collectively agreed to never talk about Trevante's poetry. I like it. Do you? Really? Really? What do you like about it, Ariella? Just out of curiosity. I think it's sweet. Do you? Yes. Okay, what's sweet about it? I don't know, I just like it. <laughs> you all damn lie. Like <laughs> people, people like things. <laughs> I feel like he's getting some extra credit points for something else, but okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not a Supreme Court judge. <laughs> fine. <sighs> um, yeah. I think we talked about everything else. Yeah. So I guess now it's time to rate the movie. Yes. So, what do you give it? I, I mean, let's be real. Like, real jerk chicken wings from the Jamaican spot. Like, I don't even give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, fight me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and, like, not just jerk chicken wings, but, like, when, like, you know, you get the plate and, like, you have the rice and peas right next to them. Ooh. So the rice and peas gets, like, all stuck up in the jerk sauce. And like the chicken wings, so you put it in your mouth first to get the rice that's like covered in jerk sauce before you bite into the wing. That's that's what I'm saying. Five, six. Six out six out of five. I am going to respectfully agree with you on that. I too give it the real ass jerk chicken wings from the Jamaican spot down the street with the rice touching the chicken, tasting like the chicken. All day, every day. I would watch this movie on a Tuesday. I would watch it on a Wednesday. I would watch it with green eggs and ham. I love this goddamn movie. It's amazing. It's joy. Literally, it's exactly what I needed. It's mm -hmm. exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel so much better. Me too. Me too. I was like, this is the power of the cinema. It really is. <laughs>
And you know how good a movie has to be to make you feel joy in September of 2020? Literally. I was like, I haven't laughed this hard since four months ago when I watched Terry Crews singing <laughs> that Vanessa Carlton song. Maybe we should review that movie. <laughs> I, we have, we've already talked about this. Yes. Oh. <sighs> But yeah, I was like, that was the last time I can remember laughing this hard. Mm-hmm. And I just like, and it, this was even better. Yeah, it was. This was even better. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so, I just like, I really like, I'm so curious to hear from somebody who does not fuck with this movie. Y'all hear that? If you do not like this movie, please email us, drop a line. I would like to hear why, because who hurt you? Really? Truly. <laughs> so good. It's so I just like, yeah. <laughs> I may have to watch it again. I think I will. I think I will watch it again. And I might pop an edible while I do so. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, it's just delightful. It's absolutely delightful. Delight is like the perfect word. Indeed. <laughs> I just, like, it gives me so much, like, I'm just, like, dare I say hope. I'm, like, it gives, I'm just, like, I can't, I can't, I just, like, I think it's so cool that they just, like, managed to make this movie that, like, deals with all of these topics that usually Hollywood just, like, takes a fat dump all over, Mm -hmm. and, like, just, like, I don't know, like, not, like, have something be so funny that's, like, not at somebody's expense. Yeah. And have the characters have some sort of emotional maturity and treat each other well and regard each other's feelings consciously. Yeah. Let's let's find a way to normalize that. <laughs> like, and it was like about like what women like want or like might want in a way that like doesn't shame them. Mm-hmm. It was wild, and I also like love this love this like this universe like where women have like so much money. So like, just like throwing around, I'm just like, yes, is this awesome movie where like the wealth gap doesn't exist? Yeah. I mean, and speaking of like wealth and class and all that, it depicted working class white people, mm-hmm. which you almost never see in American cinema now, mm-hmm. for reasons. Right? So. Like, just people just trying to, like, make a way and get by and shit. Mm-hmm. That was cool. So many good things. So many good things. What a classic. I'm so glad that we did this. Me too. Like, our next movie is probably going to be a little bit heavier. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll try and pivot back to some fun yeah. shit after that. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I feel like our last few ones have been heavy. Wait, what was the last movie we talked about? Uh, Players Club. Players Club, which is supposed to be a comedy, but as you and I both know, not so much. I know, it's a comedy for the wrong reasons. Speaking of which, did you see that clip where Lisa Ray cussed out DeBrat? No. Like, recently. I think it happened, like, a few days ago. I'll send it to you. Like, they were doing, like, this Zoom conversation with, like, four other black women in entertainment. I think Selena... Johnson was one of them. Um, and Lisa Ray de- decided to go off on DeBrat about how she doesn't contact her, how she hasn't heard from her. And then when the other women kind of interjected and tried to steer the conversation back, she started like cussing them out. Like, it was uncomfortable to watch. 
Like, Yikes. I don't know what's going on with Lisa Ray, but she, she is, uh, she's going through it. I don't know. Yeah. And DeBrat's just sitting there, like, not saying anything. <laughs> like, but she had the whole, what is you doing face? Yeah. <laughs> Because they're sisters. I think people rediscover their sisters every three weeks. So. Oh, yeah, they are. I thought they were cousins. No, they're sisters. Okay. They're in a, I told you they were in a movie together, right? No, what movie? The Civil Brand. What is that? Um, it was directed by Nima Barnett. It's a prison movie. Oh. Um, it's interesting. It's actually, I, I think it's a really interesting movie, to be honest. Okay. Um, came out in 2002. Cool. Um, like, I forget the exact plot, but there's like a, there's like a, it, you know, there's a conversation. Oh, um, most Def is in it. Hmm. Uh, Monica Calhoun's in it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Debrat is like, um, she's in it. And then she also was like, she, she creates like all of the like musical interludes too. Okay. Like she's like the narrator too. Um, Huh. Yeah, it's an interesting movie that, like, talks a little bit about, like, um, exploitative, like, prison labor um, in a woman's prison, and they, like, stage a strike and then, like, try to um, try to riot. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll put that on the list. Yeah, it's worth watching. Okay. Yeah. I wish that there were more movies like Magic Mike. Hopefully there will be. I can't think of any. I can't. I was, like, thinking, like, like, what movies, like, bring me, like, that much joy. I think Legally Blonde also brings me, like, that level of joy and comedy, I, I think. I like Mean Girls. Mean Girls is pretty good. I haven't. I I think that Mean Girls did not do it for me. Really? I didn't hate it. It just didn't do it for me. Hmm. Like, I watched it and I was like, I can see, I can see why this is, like, why so many people are into this. But it just wasn't, it didn't do it for me the same way. Yeah. But I'm not anti. Okay. I would definitely be down to talk about Legally Blonde. It's so good. It is good. And the second one is so terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Well, it's just like, why did you have to go and be anti-black? Was it anti-black? I don't even remember that part of it. I just yeah, remember. Yeah, there's like, um, there's like, uh, there, who's, who's in the second one? I just remember being bored. Yeah, I mean, it's like terribly written. Mm-hmm. Um... It's just like way more political, and Regina King's in it. Yes, she is. So like she plays the legal. She plays like somebody's like a like um, her boss or something. Mm-hmm. And like you know, thinks that something like some sort of like unacceptable political behavior like tries to pretend that it's acceptable, and so like Elle like gradually like convinces her that like it's no longer worth accepting and like becomes the moral compass and i was just like <laughs> bitch in what universe <laughs> but the first one i'm just like why do you have to go and ruin it i'm just gonna pretend it doesn't exist yeah unlike magic mike <laughs> which is like <laughs> a treasure a treasure national treasure all right, thanks for listening to our re- review of Magic Mike. If you have not seen it, get your life. Go watch it. I think you can rent it on streaming platforms or what have you. Um, but you may want to go ahead and invest in that DVD. It's worth it. You're going to want to see it again. I own it on DVD. <laughs> or Blu-ray or whatever the kids are Blu-ray, doing these days. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs>
buy yourself a 35 millimeter print. <laughs> Watch it <at> IMAX. <laughs> yes, all of that. Um, and again, if you have thoughts on Magic Mike, uh, email us at natturnerproject0 at gmail.com or drop a line in the Apple Podcast comments when you give us our five stars, and we will talk about it on the next podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.